Joining me now is Republican presidential candidate, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Governor DeSantis, thanks so much for joining us. So the final Des Moines Register poll, considered the gold, gold standard for Iowa polling, shows you in third place, trailing Nikki Haley, more than 30 points behind Donald Trump. Your campaign has obviously focused so much attention and millions of dollars into Iowa. You've done, you visited 99 counties. You spent most of your time as a candidate there. Last month, you said you were going to win in Iowa. What happens if you finish, finish third? Is, is that the end of your campaign? Well, happy 15th anniversary. Thanks Thank for having you. me on. Um, we're going to do well on Monday. Uh, our voters are very motivated. This is, I think it's very hard to poll an Iowa caucus, a period, which the 16 poll was not accurate, um, predicted, but especially one in negative 20 degrees. And so these are folks who are very motivated. Our voters are very motivated. You, we have spent a lot of time in Iowa because we've gone door to door. Uh, getting people to commit to caucus to us. We've got a, a huge number of people uh, that have committed to caucus, um, and we expect that these are the people that turn out. So there's a lot of excitement on the ground. We're in this for the long haul. We understand that you got to win a majority of the delegates. Uh, we understand that, that uh, there's a long process here, uh, but, but we're going to do well because we've done it right and our folks are, are going to turn out. And I think that anyone that tells you that they can, they can model exactly who's going to turn out in the broader electorate, uh, you just, you, it's an unknowable. But I think with our folks, uh, they're committed, they're going to be there, um, and we're going to have a good night. So no matter what happens, no matter your result tomorrow night, you're, you're in the race, you're on to New Hampshire, you're on to South Carolina, on to Nevada. In fact, we have um, on two, the day after, we're going to do a town hall on CNN in New Hampshire. Uh, also do some events in South Carolina. Uh, and we will get to Nevada at some point. I'm, I'm participating in the caucus against Donald Trump. Nikki Haley is not. And so she can't win any delegates in Nevada. My view would be if you're in it to win it, you got to compete for every single delegate. And so especially when you have the proportional, you got to be out there. So, so yeah, we're going to be out there uh, winning, dele uh, winning delegates in Nevada as well. The poll shows Donald Trump winning by the largest margin of any non-incumbent Republican presidential ever and leading with every demographic group, even the ones he's weakest with. Did you underestimate how strong his grip remains with the Republican Party? Well, look, they've, they've set very high expectations for his performance um, on Monday. And, and I know the, the media has been saying uh, that, that he was, um, you know, unstoppable and all this for, for many, many months now. Uh, and ultimately, people are going to be able to make a decision. I can tell you from, from our door-to-door uh, -door and the stuff that we're doing, uh, there's a lot of voters who um, you know, haven't made a final decision. There's, there's a lot of voters who are deciding between uh, me and Donald Trump. I think some of these voters appreciate what he did, uh, but they do understand that, that there's some drawbacks here about nominating him in 2024. So I actually think you're going to see a lot of folks that are going to go to the caucus without 100% minds made up. And that's part of the reason we've organized all these precincts, because we'll have people speaking on my behalf, uh, delivering the message, and hopefully being able to bring uh, some of those uh, votes home. So I think Monday will be instructive. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know he had to race back after canceling, uh, got in late last night, and I think that they, they're, they're doing that because I think that they do see uh, that, that he may not do, meet those expectations. But they're high expectations for sure. Tomorrow is likely to be the coldest Iowa caucuses on record, with wind chill expected to be as low as minus 40 degrees. Back-to-back -back storms this week dumped nearly two feet of snow on the state. You're, you're encouraging your supporters to, quote, brave the elements. But this morning, the National Weather Service said travel of any kind is, is very hazardous. 
Well, Iowa's doing a great job of, of clearing the roads. We've been doing events. We did events all day yesterday. Uh, we were traveling around. Obviously, we want people uh, to be safe, uh, but we will be there to help people uh, if they need. We've already arranged um, uh, rides for, for a lot of folks. Uh, this is just something that's important. People want to be a part of this process. And what I've said is uh, you're probably never going to have an opportunity to have your vote count more and pack more of a punch uh, than in this Iowa caucus. Uh, last time in 2016, I think there were 186,000 people that participated. A lot of people thought even before the weather, there may be less this time. Now with the weather, it could be it could be significantly less. So we're telling our supporters, you go out, you bring some friends and family. Uh, that is going to pack a big punch. Of course, you know, be safe while you're doing it. Uh, but we have had events. We've had a lot of people coming to these events. Uh, and I think people are motivated. They want to participate in this process. It's kind of been a long time coming and now they can finally actually render the judgment and it's not just going to be about what some of the pundits and whatnot think. I want to ask about the situation in the Middle East. President Biden ordered strikes against dozens of Houthi targets in Yemen this week in response to the Houthi attacks on merchant ships in the Red Sea. Former President Trump criticized the strikes saying quote we're dropping bombs all over the Middle East again and now we have wars in Ukraine, Israel and Yemen. It sounds as though Trump is saying it's a mistake uh, to strike back against the Houthis. What do you think? Well, I remember when he was president, Jake, he, he did a lot of strikes against, uh, against Yemen and against the Houthis. And so I don't know why, you know, he, he, that's, a, that's a pretty strong record in terms of uh, he did that very, very religiously. Um, look, I think we have every right to ensure that the sea lanes remain open. I'm a Navy veteran. You know, it's one of the core missions uh, of the U.S. Navy uh, to have these uh, malcontents be able uh, to clog up international shipping. You know, that has implications for our national security interests, our economic interests. Uh, I don't know what Biden's larger strategy is in terms of how he's engaging there. Uh, I've been critical of how he's handled the protection of our troops in other parts of the Middle East because I feel they've been able to take pot shots uh, at our troops without really strong uh, enough response that are deterring, uh, but clearly uh, we can't. You can't let uh, terrorist groups take over shipping through the Red Sea. That that would have serious implications. The Department of Homeland Security uh, said that a woman and two children drowned Friday night trying to cross the Rio Grande River uh, coming from Mexico into the United States. Uh, the DHS says that Texas officials prevented Border Patrol agents from rendering aid. Uh, are you okay with that? Well, I think the states should be able uh, to enforce immigration law. I will empower the states uh, to do that. The federal government down there has frustrated uh, Texas's attempt to try to get people not to come across the border. And I think they'll say that was on the Mexico side, uh, and maybe the facts will come out, and, and, and that'll be clear one way or another. Obviously, it's an unfortunate thing, but I think what Texas is trying to do is set a standard so that people know that they're going to be turned away rather than let in. Under the Biden administration, they let them in, uh, they give them a paper and release them to the interior of the country. That's not a deterrent from being able to come. If people know that they're not gonna be able to get in, then that's a deterrent for people trying to come. Why would you wanna pay uh, a smuggler or a coyote $5,000 uh, when you're just not gonna be able to gain entry in the first place? So I'd like to see the federal government do more to help Texas to stop the influx. Uh, and I think that that would be better for everybody. And honestly, it would be safer for a lot of the people that are coming because they're going through uh, things in Mexico with the cartels that are not, not good. And some of these people are being treated very poorly. 
Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, stay warm in Iowa uh, and uh, have fun out there. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.